At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're tuning in. Thank you for joining us today on the Conscious Consultant Hour. I hope you've been having a good week. It's been an interesting one. I'll be talking about what's been going on. Um, this is one of those special shows. It's just you and me, no guests today. So make sure whatever comments, questions, stories you have that you'd like to share with us today, please post them in the comment section of the live stream and I'll make sure to get to them all today. Awesome. So um, uh, today's topic is making friends with the unknown because life is just filled with the unknown. And so I just thought it might be nice to talk about how do we deal with when so many unknown things pop up for us. And I'm going to share some stuff of how I've dealt with the unknown in my life. And maybe that triggers something for you. But first, of course, as always, we have our little section from my book, Everyday Awakening. Today's section is entitled, We Are Spirit and Matter, and Both Are Important. We often find two extremes in people. Some people are intensely concerned with the material world. Others are enthralled with spiritual issues. Matter and spirit are two ends of a spectrum. To be on either end of the spectrum is to miss the point. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Science has shown us that all matter are particles made up of microscopic packets of energy. Yet to our eyes, at the macro level, there is no proof that anything other than the physical world exists. When we learn that our spirit, our energy and consciousness is the creative source of the physical world, 
we can better appreciate both ends of the spectrum. We live in physical bodies for a reason. We are real. And when we experience trauma or elation, that is also real. When our bodies die, that is real. Yet we are not only our bodies. We are not only our thoughts. We are not only our emotions. We are so much more, so much greater than any of that. And when we deny that our spiritual side is real, we disempower ourselves. The same is true of denying our physical existence. When we deny our bodies, we deny our health. When we deny our health, we deny our ability to contribute to this world. The density of the material world may be an illusion, yet our experiences in the material world are real. Our choices are real. Our path is real. It does not matter whether you believe it or not. The world still affects us. So let's stop ignoring whether spirit or matter is more important. Let's start to embody the magnificent creative that underlies who we are. Let's honor all of life and not just the parts of life we treasure. We are all part of a greater whole. We are all brothers and sisters. When will we start acting like it? This is, um, this is probably one of the older sections in my book. And it kind of, I guess, was a culmination of, of sort of many things that came together for me at once. And it's this idea that, I mean, first that as human beings, we have this tendency to go extreme one way or the other. Everything's either black or white, right or wrong. This, this is better than that. And when we do that, we miss the whole tapestry that lies between. And I've known so many people in my life that consider themselves, quote unquote, very spiritual. And it was almost as if they could not wait to escape the physical reality. And I always found it so fascinating because when I would interview on my show and when I would speak to people who were truly gifted, truly psychic, able to communicate with spirit on the other side, almost all of them said that the spirits on the other side couldn't understand why 
we were trying to escape this physical world because they couldn't wait to get into this physical, sensual world because there's so much that can be done here that can't be done or experienced in a purely spiritual, energetic, non-physical world. And so I, I really you know, thought about, well, what's going on? Why can't we imbue our physical world with that kind of energy, with that kind of importance? And by the same token, I've seen so many people in my life who were so physically focused that like all they could believe in, all they could value was what they could see, taste, touch, and feel. That they couldn't even conceive of the fact that our energy, our spirit can play such an important part in our life, in what we do in how we show up. And so there are these two extremes that I've just noticed. And and it's, you know, you've heard me on the show talk about heart, mind, body, and spirit. And just as this sort of this dynamic between heart and mind, it's a similar dynamic between body and spirit. And that it's not that any one of these aspects is greater or better than another. But they're all a part of our life. They're all a part of our experience. They're all a part of who and what we are. And they are all important. And it does not matter how spiritual we are. It doesn't matter how materialistic we are doesn't matter how heart-centered or mind-centered we are. What matters is bringing all of that to what we face in our day-to-day life. And, you know, there is this sort of prejudice against the physical world. You know, the, the Hindus and the Buddhists are like, this is all illusion, and the only truth is is this greater spirit. And yes, spirit and energy might be the underlying basis of this universe. But we're here in physical bodies. And we're experiencing things real in this physical world. And the choices we make and the things that we do in this physical world matter. They make a difference. If we choose to be wasteful or we choose to be conscious of, of, of things in our life. Do we choose to treat nature with respect or do we choose to abuse nature? If we just look around us, we can see the impact that human beings have had 
on the environment through our wastefulness through through our uncaring through our disconnection our physical choices are affecting our physical reality and they are also affecting our consciousness our energy And this summer especially, it's all in the news. The extreme heat that we're experiencing, it's like nothing we've ever experienced in our lifetime before. And I don't care whether you believe in climate change or not. If you look at the physical evidence, you cannot deny that there is something going on. And we've got to start paying attention to it before we make our own environment so hostile that life itself cannot survive in it. The planet will go on. Humanity, the animal kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, we might create an environment so hostile that we can't survive in it in another hundred years. And our physical lives, we may not live that long, but what about our children? And if we don't have children, what about our nieces and nephews, our cousins? What about those people that we love? What about their children? Why are we so disconnected to nature? It totally has to do with our disconnection to spirit. There is not a person I know who once they truly get connected to themselves, to their essence, to who they really are, does not form a more intimate relationship to nature, to the physical world, to everything that's around us. Matter and spirit are both important. This is the world we live in. And the spirit we bring to our daily lives, to all the little decisions, to to how we show up in the world, to how we touch other people's lives, it all makes a difference. So my plea to everyone out there, my desire, my my encouragement for this week is to not be so enthralled with spirit or so enthralled with the physical reality that we don't find room for the other to the complementary and the opposite that we learn to make them both important in our lives, that we give priority to both our spirit and our physical bodies, that we take care of our health. And one of the best ways to take care of our health is taking care of our energy. So I do see loyal listener Patty who I love dearly. She's always tuning in uh, uh, from from today from 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 Washington State. 
Patty, I, I don't know. You travel more than almost anybody else I know. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your, your comments. Yeah, people doubt stuff all the time. And look, you know me. I always say, you may not believe what I say, but try it on, try it out, and see what happens. Just give it an opportunity to see what if you do start paying, if you're, if you consider yourself more spiritual, what if you do start paying more attention to the physical stuff? And if you're a materialist, what if you do start paying a little more attention to the spiritual stuff? What would your life be like? Don't believe a word I say. Try it for yourself and find what works for you. That's the most important thing. So that's the section of my book. We are spirit and matter, and both are important. And of course, as always, you can find that at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. And as I've always mentioned, that just takes you to the Amazon listing online. But if you're like me and you love to support those small independent bookstores, please, if they don't have a copy of Everyday Awakening, ask them to order it. And if you, you've bought it for yourself and you've enjoyed it and you've gotten something out of it, it can make a great gift. Just if you know someone who's having a hard time, who's struggling, who could use a little support, or just somebody who you think would resonate with my messages, um, why not give them a little gift? They might really appreciate that. So, as I mentioned at the top of the show, no guest today. It's just you and me. So please keep posting, whether it's on the Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. Um, post your questions and comments. And today we're talking all about making friends with the unknown. And when we come back after this break, I'm going to dive into it. And this is going to be a conversation between you and me about why it's important to make friends with the unknown. How does it serve us to make friends with the unknown? And how do we really deal with the unknown when it shows up and slaps us in the face and it was totally unexpected because it was unknown to begin with. So we're going to get into that right after this. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. And of course, you can always hear us on KMET out of Palm Springs, California on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And we will be right back to dive into our main topic after this. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify, your business today. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Today's topic is making friends with the unknown. So for those of you who are loyal listeners and who tune into the show each week, you know I get a lot of my inspiration for what I decide to talk about on these non-guest shows from what's going on in my personal life. So why did I choose making friends with the unknown as my topic this week? Well, because I'm having to deal with a very unexpected and unknown situation right at the moment. You see, I'm, I'm, since we've gone all virtual, many of you know, like last summer, we spent three months on the West Coast and I was doing all, I was working virtually from the West Coast. And this summer, it's been really hot and muggy in New York City. And so my wife and I decided to um, get out of the city. And so we, we, we've, we've been in, in Colorado. I'm, I'm staying right now just outside of Denver, outside of Golden, Colorado, outside of Denver. And um, uh, we plan to be here for three weeks together. And last week, which was our first week here, my wife got a, a message from her niece. Her sister was sick and in the hospital. And she has cancer. And and we weren't quite sure what was going on. It cut, took kind of a day or two. And then my wife realized she's got to be there for her sister. So she left. She went back to New York. And within 24 hours, she was on a flight to Beijing to where her family is. However, I still have this commitments here. We're still supposed to be here until the middle of August. So now what was going to be a nice summer break, even though we were still going to work being out here in Colorado in a, a beautiful environment, you know, together with my wife, suddenly... I'm now on my own. 
and I am here by myself in this wonderful house on top of a mountain in one of the most gorgeous settings. And I'm alone. And those people who know me personally know that I'm a very people person. I love being with people. Not all the time. I love, I need my me time as much as anyone else. But suddenly I'm having to deal with an unknown situation. Not that I haven't been, you know, by myself before when my, you know, 13 years ago, yeah, 13 years ago now. Wow. When, when my wife's mother was sick, she went to China for a couple of months. But this is the first time that I've been away from home where I unexpectedly am alone. And, you know, it's a little bit different when you're dealing with being alone unexpectedly when you're home versus when you're in someone else's home. And so this is a, an unknown situation for me. Not that I don't know how to be by myself. I mean, before I was married, I, you know, lived alone for, for quite a long time. But I've been married 20 years, over 20 years now. And typically when we travel, when I travel, when we do things, I'm either going to, a, if I'm not traveling with my wife, I'm going to a workshop or I'm with, with other people. And so now I have this new situation to embrace. And it's something I've even spoken about on the show of how important taking time to just be with ourselves is. Now, is it expected? No. Is it easy? Maybe in some ways, but definitely not in other ways. And so I'm having to deal with this unknown situation. Now, I have a choice. The same way any of you has a choice when an unknown situation shows up. And that unknown situation could be anything that you don't expect. It could be dealing with a physical problem. It could be dealing with a relationship problem. It could be dealing with a work problem. It could be dealing with an environmental problem. It could be any aspect of life. Life thrusts us into these situations. Unexpected. What are we going to do? How are we going to show up? And you see, this is really the most important thing because in the end, it's never really about our circumstances. It's about how do we respond to our circumstances, not how do we react, how do we respond? Because responding is different from reacting. Sometimes something happens and we got to react. It's got to be quick, instinctual, like we got to get on something like, um, you know, when we're in an accident, right? And, and, the, and, and, you know, somebody's bleeding or, or there's some problem. You got to deal with it right away. You got to take care of it right away. So then it's time to react. Responding is different. And I've had many, many 
unexpected, unknown situations show up in my life. And sometimes I deal with them better than other times. But here's the thing. To really be able to deal with these things in the best way possible before the unexpected or the unknown shows up, we we need to prepare ourselves by doing that deep inner work. I'm going to talk about that more when we come back from this next break. And I see Patty, loyal listener as always. I'm glad you love when I when I share from my personal life. So I really want you to stay tuned. I really want you to dig in with, and if there's anyone else out there, if there's an unknown situation, an unexpected situation that you're dealing with, please share it. Let's make it a conversation. What's so challenging for you? I'll I'll get into what's challenging for me about my unknown situation and the unknown situations I've had in the past. But I want to hear from you. What have been your challenging unknown situations? And we're going to continue and we'll get back to that right after this. Please stay tuned. You are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. And we're talking all about making friends with the unknown this hour. And we'll be right back after this. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back. 
I want to, I've been talking about, you know, make, making friends with the unknown and, and how to uh, thrive even when unexpected things show up. And, and I mentioned about my current situation and, and sort of how it, it developed most recently, but, but I want to balance it back that unknown things show up. To- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Not have to always be challenging situations. They can also be really good situations. Like when an unknown business opportunity shows up that we weren't expecting, that turns out to be exactly what we're looking for. You know, there are all kinds of unknown things that show up in our life that when we truly are present to it, we can really learn to thrive regardless of how challenging it is. And as I mentioned at the end of the last segment of the show, a lot of it is how much, how well we do with it is how much we've done our own deep inner work before it shows up. Why is this? Because when we don't have a good sense of self, when we don't have a good self-esteem, when we're not really solid in who we are and our, our, and our value that we give to the world, when unexpected things show up, they knock us off our center because we naturally kind of have this reaction of like, oh, why is this happening to me? And why is life punishing me? We sometimes will hear ourselves say that. Sometimes it'll just be an unconscious thought. It's like, quote unquote, why is this challenging, unknown, unexpected thing happening to me. Yet when we have a good sense of self, when we have a good self-esteem, what we say to ourselves is not, why is this happening to us? It's, hmm, okay, what do I need to do to thrive with this? What do I need? How do I need to show up and be my best self in this? Because when we've done the deep inner work 
then we truly feel that all of life happens for us and not to us, then when something unexpected happens, we don't automatically assume it's a punishment. We don't automatically assume it's a negative thing. And so then, because we make friends with our place in the universe, then we can make friends with the unknown. And then we show up and it's like, okay, what's the opportunity here? It's not why is this happening? Why, first of all, is always a very lousy question to ask when situations come up that are unknown. It's really what and how questions are much better questions for us to ask. What do I need to do? How do I show up? What is there for me to learn from this? And so for me personally, you know, I have this interesting habit over my life of when something unexpected or unknown shows up, I typically say yes. I'm like, okay, this is the situation uh, or this is the opportunity. Let's dive into it. And so for me, this is an opportunity with my wife now being away to learn to be a little more self-reliant, to take care of myself a little bit more. And it's not that I don't know how to do these things, but when you have a partner and you're always with someone else, you tend to rely on each other, whether you're the one who maybe takes care of the other person a little bit more, or the other person takes care of you a little bit more. You know, there's always some kind of dynamic, some kind of balance. And so if you're the person who usually takes care of your partner, and suddenly your partner's not there, it's like, okay, now you don't have someone else to take care of. What are you doing with that energy? Are you practicing self-care? Are you taking care of yourself well? Or do you have these feelings of, oh, I need to find somebody to take care of because if I'm not taking care of somebody, what's my purpose in life? So that um, can come, can really uh, show you where there's some place for you to do some inner work. Or if you're the one who maybe get, is getting taken care of by your partner a little bit more and suddenly that person's not there, Ooh, how good are you at taking care of yourself? How self-reliant are you? Are you able to do things, find things, you know, go to the store by yourself, go shopping, you know, find stuff to do without the other person around? Now, this is not to say that we don't miss the other person. This is not to say that we don't, you know, have feelings of like, oh, I wish that other person was here. Of course we do. That's being human. But whether we're used to taking care of other people or used to, to being taken care of, when suddenly there's an unknown situation shows up and we're on our own, there's a great opportunity there to balance out one side or the other. Wow. I see Patty says uh, on the live stream, wow, my husband wants to go from RVing to full-time on the road, keeping a home base in Tucson, but traveling for habitat uh, builds uh, 
Habitat Builds Humanity across the states. I'm 75, but always felt you stay in your home and live and die in your home. Old school thought. <laughs> right? It's like suddenly you're faced with this situation. Like, you know, oh, I'm a homebody. I like live out of my home. No, let's travel around the world and build houses for people who need them. That's that's the exact same kind of thing. It's an unknown. Going from living a certain way to living a totally different way. It could be maybe because of your job or business, you end up moving to a different place, whether it's a different place within the same country or moving to a different country. And like the pandemic, I mean, the pandemic was the ultimate unknown. None of us have ever experienced in our lifetime what it was like to live through a pandemic. So how do we live through something so challenging and still make friends with it? For me, I think it's really come down to a Buddhist principle that I've heard, you know, over the years, but I really didn't get it. I didn't really embody it till the pandemic happened and then i realized why in some ways me and my wife did better than a lot of people adjusting to this new environment is there's this buddhist precept that suffering comes from resisting what is what does that mean to resist what is is like resisting reality it's like making reality wrong. It's it's making whatever's going on, whatever we're experiencing, that there's something wrong with it. When we stop resisting what is, we stop suffering because then we stop questioning and saying, why is this happening? And, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. What am I doing? No, we accept it. It's like, okay, this is the new reality that I'm living in. It may be permanent or temporary. What do I do now? You see that when we don't resist what is, then we focus more on how do we show up? What do we do next? But as long as we're resisting what is, then there's this tension. There's this, this, this how do I say it? This lack of of being able to show up because we're either denying reality or we're making reality wrong for being what it is. Reality is what it is. Now, look, this is not to say if we see some injustice, if if we see something wrong that, that, that just breaks our heart that we don't do something about it. But it's about focusing on what's the thing to do about it. Just like, you know, Tara Lynn's show that airs on this network right before mine, Dismantling Racism. If you see, like, there's a system that has racism built into it, ageism, sexism, that there are problems that we're dealing with that aren't right and it doesn't sit well with us. Again, we don't deny that it's there. We don't deny the reality. 
but that doesn't mean we don't do something about it. Maybe we say we, you start your own show talking about, Hey, I see this and I th don't think it's appropriate. We focus on the solutions. What do we need to do to change things? What do we need to do to make things better? It's not that accepting everything for the way it is when we don't resist what is. Not resisting what is, is not denying the reality of our situation. Look, we may want the situation to be different even though it's not the way we want it to be. That's human. I'm here alone on a mountaintop outside of Golden, Colorado. I may want not to be alone. I may want another human being here. The reality is there isn't. But what can I do about it? Well, I'm working during the week, but I do have my weekend free. I can go and do whatever I want. I'll find activities. I'll go into town. Maybe I'll find something that really appeals to me and I'll meet people and make new friends. It could be a new opportunity. But if I deny the reality and I bemoan the fact that I'm here by myself and then I get depressed and I don't feel like going out, then I don't do anything and I miss an opportunity to potentially meet new people. Not denying what is is not denying the reality of the situation. It's not denying the physical. Again, goes back to my, my section from my book, both matter and spirit are important. So when we stop saying, judging, criticizing, making the unknown wrong for showing up in our life. That's when we can begin to make friends with it. And then once we're able to accept it for what it is without judgment, then we can start to figure out how do we thrive in this unknown? How do we make the most of it? How do we do something we didn't even expect ourselves but comes up for us? And when we come back after this break, I'll talk about why it is so important to make friends with the unknown. Why it is, I would say, almost an essential trait to have in today's modern world. And as a matter of fact, why it is more relevant today than ever before to make friends with the unknown. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back to wrap it all up with the last segment after this. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from the startups to established businesses. 
We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and intangify your business today. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back. So I've been talking about the unknown and making friends with the unknown and how when we approach it with curiosity instead of judgment, when we approach it with openness instead of um, derision, when we approach it with acceptance and not resistance, we can learn to thrive and show up as our best selves when something unknown comes our way. But why should we bother? Why shouldn't we resist the unknown? Why shouldn't we decry, why is this happening to me? Well, here's the thing. Life is one big unknown. The future is one big unknown. And as a matter of fact, this world is changing at a pace human beings have never experienced before. And I would even say change is going to continue to happen and the rate of change is going to continue to develop. And there's going to be more unknown things showing up happening in our lives in the future than we've already experienced. And the reason why we really need to stop resisting what is and dance with the unknown and befriend it the best way possible is because if we don't, we're going to be dealing with so much stress, so much pain, so many challenges. Life is going to feel so much harder. 
that if we want to keep everything the same, we want to live in the status quo, forget it. It's not going to happen. Just look around with clear eyes and see what's going on in this world on every level. On a physical level, on an emotional level, on a societal level, on a technology level, on a business level, on a spiritual level. Things are changing more rapidly than they ever have before. And there's no sign of it letting up. Artificial intelligence has been all in the news the past few months. We have not yet begun to see the true impact of what we've created with technology for at least another three, four, five years. And when the true impact of this technological advancement hits our world, we are going to be living in such a different place that if we're not open to the unknown, we're going to know, we're not going to know how to live. And indeed, we're dealing with such huge problems in this world. It's so fascinating. They're both, at the same time, these amazing advancements and these amazing challenges that are beyond any challenges we can think of. We've got them both happening at the same time. So look, if you want to approach the unknown with dread, you can do that. You can find reasons to approach the unknown with dread. Absolutely, real reasons. But if you want to approach the unknown with a sense of wonder and excitement and hopefulness, you can find those reasons as well. And the question is, which one of those will really serve us? And what I'm imploring you to get is that when we befriend the unknown, when we show up as our best selves, that is when we will have the best life possible, regardless of our external circumstances. Now, look, am I saying this is easy? Absolutely not. And it is essential that we do the deep inner work to unwind our emotional triggers, our traumas, those things that keep us from being our best selves. That's not easy work. That's why when I work with clients and they have such challenges, I let them know it's a journey. It's going to take time. But look, we spend our whole lives getting to where we are, what's a few more years to unwind all of that? It's a commitment. Yet to me, it's the most important commitment we can make in our lives. It's the most rewarding commitment we can make in our lives. And when we do that, then befriending the unknown will just be a part of us and won't be something we have to effort at.
I see Patty's again, Patty. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being so active on the, on the live stream. I make you see through the darkness and doubt. I don't make you do anything, Patty. I just encourage you, you see through the darkness and doubt. And could I write another book? Yes, I am sure. <laughs> I am, I'm actually pretty positive that there is at least another book, probably multiple books coming from me in the future. So uh, I'll talk about that when those plans are more solid, but yes. So look, making friends with the unknown. Why we really, it will serve us to put the effort behind making friends with the unknown. Because life is becoming more and more unknown. And even in the end, death. Death is the ultimate unknown. And I've said it to many people that when I went to the Psychedelic Sciences Conference in Denver a month or so ago, and I saw Dr. Roland Griffiths on stage, who found out just a few months ago he has stage four cancer, and he is not long for this world. But because of his meditation practice, because of the work he's done, on himself he's able to face that unknown with poise and grace and curiosity and that to me is the ultimate if we can learn to face our own demise with curiosity instead of dread with wonder instead of fear then we can truly live an inspired life where we not just inspire ourselves, but we can inspire everyone around us. And that is a life worth living. That is a life that people will remember long after we're gone. Because the truth is, death is the greatest unknown in life. Until we experience it, we truly do not know what awaits us on the other side of that great divide. Personally, my own experiences, my own life's journey, the people that I've met, I wholeheartedly believe there is something within us that is eternal, that lives beyond our physical existence. I'm not looking to find out what that is so soon. I want to live a very long and fruitful life. But when my time comes... And I might not be able to approach it with as much poise as Dr. Roland Griffiths. But if I can approach it with even a modicum of grace, I will be very happy about it. So all of these unknowns that I'm dealing with in my life, they're just practice for the big one. Ooh, I see a comment from the Twitch stream. Wonderful. I feel like 
Understanding death is the meaning of life. Learning and accepting to be curious about whatever comes after the physical. Yes, exactly. It's not the only thing in life, but it's one of the greatest lessons in life. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope there's something that I've said during this show that's supported you, touched you, empowered you, helped you to be maybe just a little bit hopeful and given you something to think about, maybe in a way you haven't thought about before. So if if there was, if there was some value in this show, please share it. Please share it with your friends, with others. Let them know. Start Use it as a starting point for a conversation. Hey, why don't you take a listen to this and let's ha- talk about it. Let's have those important conversations now. And let's not wait to have the important conversation. And of course, as always, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always find the replay on talkradio.nyc. And we are on all the podcasting platforms. So thank you all for tuning in. I'm out of time. Next week, I do have a guest. So we will talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify, your business today. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.